Now, I recently attended the annual awards ceremony for the Cape Town Metro Central Education District. And amidst all the acclaim for the top achieving schools with their 100% pass rates and massive bachelor's pass rates and the matric pupils who got multiple distinctions and were top of their subjects, something really stood out for me. I kept on hearing the name of Manenberg High School being called up for recognition. And the school was being recognized for several different reasons. The most improved public school, not just in the district, but in fact in the province. Uh, And that, by the way, indicates that they had the biggest improvement in the overall pass rate over the past three years. And we're not just talking about scraping a few extra kids over the line. This school was also recognized as the biggest improvement in the number of bachelor passes. So the quality of pass has also gone up. Add to that a district award for improvement in Afrikaans home language results. And look, it's very clear something has changed dramatically for the better at this school. And that is no small thing in an area that still has so many socioeconomic challenges, including the impact of gangsterism and drugs on the school community. So I've invited the school's principal to join us on the couch today to talk about what he's done, what his team has done, what has changed that has driven this sustained improvement in their results. Mr. Cameron Williams, it's great to have you with us. Thanks for coming into studio. Thank you, (laughs) ma'am. You've been the principal for about three years, but your story with the school goes back a lot longer than that, doesn't it? Yes, I I started my teaching career at the school Mm -hmm. in um, January 1980. And yeah, except for a brief stint of five years when I was seconded to the Mannenberg Education Development Trust. Um, I've spent my entire teaching career at Mannenberg. And then um, in 2019, uh, 9th of June 2019, I've retired after 40 years of, of service. Retired after 40 years of service, but they didn't let you go for very long, did they? No, um, <laughs> That was in June, and um, immediately in um, July, um, I was approached by the district office to go to one of the primary schools within the area Mm. um, to come and assist there. So initially it should have been for three months, but um, because I've never worked in a primary school, I found it very difficult (laughs) to work with the little ones. Uh, So... um, at the end of, of July, I've decided, no, man, let me rather leave uh, because I'm not doing justice to the little ones. So I left. And then in October 2019, um, I was called back to Mannenberg High School to take over as, um, as they called it, the, the caretaker principal. The caretaker principal. Yeah. And what care you have taken? Because here we sit not quite four years later And what a remarkable turnaround has happened at that school. Mm. Cameron, I mean, firstly, congratulations on what has been achieved. Again, for those who missed my comments at the beginning of the show, just to quantify what we're talking about here, from 2018 to 2020, the average pass rate at the school was 36%. 36%. We're now looking at a figure of 76% just two years later. 40% improvement in your overall pass rate, substantial improvement in your number of bachelor passes as well. Obviously, everybody wants to know how you did it. And part of that, I'm sure, is something to do with your particular style of leadership as a principal, but I'm sure there's a lot more to it. Cameron, it's particularly noteworthy given what this particular class of 2022 went through. They were the class perhaps worst affected by COVID because they had their entire FET phase almost the entire thing under lockdown or under some kind of restricted learning. Uh, Mm -hmm. 
Firstly, do you want to talk a little bit about that, about the challenges that this class faced, and then we'll talk about what you did to deal with them. Yes, Miss. Um, because of, of COVID, it, um, especially for us, we because we don't have all the technology at school mm. where learners could have continued with their studies whilst at home, uh, we knew it was going to be very difficult for these learners. And... Um, yeah, with the lifting of restrictions when they were in grade 11, we've already started with extra classes um, in grade 11 for them, even yeah. though it wasn't the, the full complement of students at still at that stage that came back to school. We were yeah. still on 50-50. But um, we continued with after classes in the afternoons. And we've also um, included Saturday as well as Sunday classes. Sure. So, yeah, we've really driven them um, because we knew that come 2022 in grade 12, it's not a full 12 months mm. of schooling. It's actually just a little over 10 months yeah. of schooling. And obviously they had the backlog, so they had to catch up with, with all that. Um, we also received... Um, the, the district was also very supportive. Okay. Um, the circuit manager, um, the SLES team at the district, uh, they were very supportive. And, um, yeah, they supported us all the way. And we just had to produce. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's one thing for the staff to be yeah. willing to go that extra mile and mm. offer those classes. It's another thing to get the kids there. Now, Karen, particularly in an area where there are so many challenges, the, the kids who are coming to Manenberg High School – are not having an easy time in life, mm. many of them. Uh, many of them are coming from single-parent homes, from homes where drug use, alcohol abuse is rife. Uh, gangsterism, we know, has impacted schooling for them probably mm. from the day they first set foot in grade one mm. on and off. It's a tough ask to get those kids into the classroom in the first place, let alone to say, give up your weekend and come for extra mm. classes. This brings me to something I know you've developed a bit of a reputation for. You are a stickler for discipline and consistency in your leadership of the school. And I'm guessing it must have taken a lot of that to get those children into the classroom every weekend. Talk to us a little bit about the role that played. Yes, Miss. When, when I took over as principal, especially, I, I, I said the first thing that we need to tackle is the discipline, but not discipline only of learners, discipline of staff, as well as the discipline of the parents. Because we see this like a little triangle. Right, with the, the learner on top, and at the bottom we have the educators and the parents sort of supporting that learner that is on the top of the triangle. Yeah, you see. So yeah, um, I'm I'm a disciplinarian. <laughs> I don't walk around with a stick. That's that not the type of discipline I'm talking about. But um, time on task. Mm. Learners must be at school on time but it's no use the learners being at school on time if the educators is not on time so when i took over the first thing i did was i've extended the school day for educators by um, half an hour so no longer had educators sort of the privilege to arrive at quarter to eight they had to be there at least by 20 past seven. Mm -hmm. So at half past seven, we go to the gate and we wait on the learners. So we welcome the learners mm -hmm. to the school. 
so mm. that um, teaching can start promptly at eight. When the bell rings, the when class the bell, starts. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. We, we start. I've also done away with briefings in the mornings. If there were pressing issues, um, that will have to wait to say after the normal school day. Mm -hmm. And then we have a briefing about if there was any problems that were something that we want to discuss. Staff meetings is also kept on a Friday after people have been to mosque. So there's no staff meetings during the school day um, mm. because that takes a lot of time. Obviously, when you have your staff meeting, there's always the one, yeah, we know we must stop at half past, right? but now we carry on. Just this last question, <laughs> just this last comment. So, yeah, we do it as of 2 o'clock on a Friday afternoon, and then we can have our discussion right through to whatever time we to want be. to. Mm. Yeah, and then we don't take learner time or teaching time. So that is the type of discipline that I'm, I'm talking about. So time on task, utilizing every minute available in that day mm. on the core focus of, of teaching, teaching the kids. How have the kids responded to that? They see that kind of discipline filtering down into the staff. Does it then filter into the learners? Yes, Miss. Um, as, I've, as I've told learners that we'll close the gate, the gate at 8 o'clock and we don't allow them in. Now, I know, I know that that is not supposed to happen. But the late arrivals at one stage um, in 20, I've, 2021 stood on one particular day, uh, 145 learners was late. So I just said to myself, no, this can't continue. Let's send them home for the day. Mm -hmm. And I had the backlash of, of, of parents. I had even had um, officials from the district calling what is happening at the school. But with that harsh measure, the very next day, it dropped dramatically. Mm. It dropped dramatically. And I can honestly say now, yes, we still have latecomers because of what is happening in the area. At times, it's a bit unsafe for learners to move from home the way that they're supposed to. But um, nowadays, we have like five or ten learners who arrive late, and we don't lock them out. They have to wait until the first period is done, and then I'll go, or I'll ask one of the SMT members to go to the gate and just inquire from them why they are late. Mm -hmm. And if it's habitual latecomers, then we engage the parents. And I'm at school at six o'clock in the morning. Sure. So as of 10 past six, parents are free to come and speak to me and raise concerns or whatever. Um, so that I can hear why is this learner late? Yeah. Um, what's the problem? Um, why don't you ask the learner to just move a bit earlier for a moment, etc.? Yeah. So yeah, late coming, um, I can say comfortably, it's 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 almost non-existent at the school any Fantastic. longer. Those that don't enter the school gate is because they don't want to. Mm. And you will always have that, uh, and I I almost want to say at every school. Yeah. There are those that uh, want to play truant 
or that want to bunk for whatever reason. So yeah, we do have learners that's not at school, but our focus is on the learners that is in the class. That have shown the motivation to be there. That is, is, is our focus. We must teach those learners. One of our listeners asking on the WhatsApp line whether your school governing body played any role in this transformation. I mean, you spoke about that triangle, the support yeah. of the parents and of uh, the learners. Did that extend to your SGB? Yes. Um, the, 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 the SGB sets the, the time that schools should start in the morning and at what time we should dismiss. So, yeah, they they the governing body and they do have an important role to play. But I had to persuade them that, listen here, the... It's not, it, it doesn't affect the learners so much. It affects the staff. The staff day has been extended mm-hmm. by half an hour and not the learner day. The learner still starts at 8 o'clock and they still dismiss at 10 to 3. It's only the staff that must arrive earlier. Yeah. And in that way, yes, I've, I've got the support of the governing body. I also told them what the motivation behind it is that staff needs to come earlier. Because we must set the example. Um, Forever people are saying that in an area like Mannenberg, the only role models is gangsters. But we as as the educators, what are we then? Aren't we role models? So yeah, we must set the example. Learners, um, one of... of, uh, um, the principals said to me once, and that was Mr. Nazar, and he said that learners like rules. Learners wants to be ruled. It's the teachers, it's the educators mm-hmm. that's the problem. You see? So yeah, if, if we set the boundaries for learners, they will follow that boundary. And what role models you've been that you have inspired a 40% improvement mm. in just two years? I mean, what what wonderful feedback for your staff as mm. well to know that they're making that kind of difference. Mm. My final question to you, besides merely just saying congratulations on what you've already achieved, mm. is what's your hope for the class of 2023? If you can have done all of this already, I mean, your school must have a new sense of forward momentum, I would imagine. Miss. Last year, we've declared um, 2022 as the year of discipline and respect at Mannenberg High School. Now, if I say discipline and respect, I think I'm talking about teacher discipline, learner discipline. Teacher respect and learner respect. And learners will only have respect for us if we show them that we are the role models they're looking for and that we do have respect for them and we also have respect for their parents. Right? 22, yeah, that group really, they, I must be honest, they surprised us. <laughs> They've set the bar and there's no way we can say in 2023 we only want a 75% pass. Obviously, it needs to be higher than than 76. So, and I'm, I'm confident we started with those learners already. We've placed them into certain groups, like um, who's the definite bachelors, who's the learners at risk, um, who's the learners that if they don't sort of play their part, who's going to fail. And we've... Um, 
we have a mentorship program at mm-hmm. school where staff is mentoring those learners. So yeah, the the the, the expectation is that um, they will also do us proud. Well, there are lots of messages of applause coming through in our WhatsApp from someone saying how fantastic to hear this story. As a parent, I truly believe successful children thrive with boundaries, respect and responsibility. Well done for reiterating that at school. I will echo that and say well done to you and your entire team on fantastic results in such a short space of time. It's truly remarkable what you've done. And I, I hope that that trajectory continues. Good luck to the class of 2023 and to the whole Manenberg High School community. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks much for inviting us to your show. Great, great pleasure. You've been listening to the principal of Manenberg High School, Mr. Cameron Williams.